You're listening to Rethinking Sustainability. Thoughts, ideas, inspirations for a livable future. So you're ready, willing and able to find work, but nobody will employ you? It can be disheartening to know that you could be doing something while earning an income. Well, there are economists who would say that's too bad because the economy needs a pool of unemployed people. And according to that logic, your job is to not have a job. But what if someone told you it doesn't have to be that way? Robin Crabb has a PhD in Community Approaches to Sustainability and she's the coordinator of Live Well Tasmania. And here she describes an initiative for community-based income in Tasmania. It is increasingly being recognised that sustainability, that is human survival and thriving, depends on human behaviour, our values, worldviews, attitudes, etc. These are called deep leverage points because they determine our social and political goals, structures and rules. I'm talking today about a project that ultimately aims to address values and worldviews, starting from where people are at and aimed at building sustainable communities. The project is a campaign for the federal government to fund a three-year trial of community-based income, which is a version of universal basic income, as I will explain shortly. Back to the importance of individual human behaviour, there's a two-way relationship between the micro or individual level and the macro or governance level. In other words, our behaviours determine our human systems which then perpetuate certain behaviours. Ultimately, however, it is behaviour change that will change systems. Part of the reason for the need for behaviour change or personal growth is the unsustainability and incompatibility of the economic growth paradigm with maintaining a livable planet. Hence, this becomes one of the greatest challenges of humanity to replace the primacy of the economic growth paradigm with, I suggest, a personal growth paradigm as the basis for regenerating our capacity to work together to create sustainable societies. So the community-based income project assumes work and relationships are the major contexts of people's lives and are highly relevant to personal growth. Both work and relationships have reached a crisis point. With regards to relationships, levels of polarisation, of physical and emotional violence and abuse, racism, ableism, ageism and so on are arguably becoming worse and in any case severely preventing our capacity to live sustainably together. With regard to work, Work for many people has a negative impact on their health and well-being and is increasingly less able to provide financial security, including the problem of automation taking more and more jobs. The welfare system similarly is very dysfunctional and also has negative impacts on health and well-being for those forced to depend on it. In fact, unemployment itself is unacceptable modern age with our capacity to address problems that are so fundamental to health and well-being. There is no shortage of work which could improve our communities and the lives of all as well as help regenerate our ecological systems. 
The political will, however, does not exist to create these jobs. Instead, we have an extremely punitive welfare system aimed at welfare deterrence and a source of profits for privatised job agencies. In short, the traditional model of work being a means of distributing both material and non-material goods is breaking down and our welfare system tends to re-traumatise those who have already suffered disadvantage, which is a significant barrier to employment. Hence, in 2022, LiveWell Tasmania commenced a campaign for a trial for a community-based income, or CBI, in northwest Tasmania. A CBI aims to address four problems in the short term, which both affect individual health and well-being and our collective capacity to act. These are unemployment, poverty, particularly intergenerational poverty, and rising costs of living, a non-fit-for-purpose welfare system, and the lack of work that could be happening in our communities to improve life for everyone, including promoting conversations about what we value. In essence, a CBI is a livable wage paid to those who provide a good or service deemed to be directly or indirectly of benefit to society, including providing caring services, engaging in education and training, and other activities that increase health and well-being. Person-centred care and co-design are key principles of this project, such that community, in effect, decides how participants are deemed eligible for the income, with a high priority being placed on seeking out and understanding what is important to participants for their health and well-being. There are three main rationales for an initial focus on conditional versus an unconditional income. Firstly, that it is likely to be more politically feasible to get support for a conditional income. Secondly, that it provides a significant opportunity for community building, for improving our local health and education systems and collective decision-making structures and agency. Thirdly, capitalism and the long history before it of domination models of governments have decreased our capacity to self-organise. Hence, an unconditional income is unlikely to lead to the actions needed to address our various crises. Some examples of community projects that could be achieved via a CBI are firstly, food security projects, ensuring everyone has access to healthy food grown in environmentally friendly ways, and using the power of food for greater social connection and inclusion. Helping kids get a better start in life, helping them to be lifelong learners, environmental regeneration projects, and projects to help ease the housing crisis, such as connecting up and actively supporting house sharing, such as between retirees and students, and promoting tiny houses. The preferred model of the CBI trial is to have three trial sites, the first as a conditional income, the second as an unconditional income, and a third with no intervention to compare the outcomes across the three sites. Outcomes sought by the trial include increases of mental and physical health, reduced stress levels, increases in skills of value to society, 
increases in collaboration, including increased deliberative processes and collective decision-making structures, increases in capacity to reduce environmental pressures, and a well-supported, created, co-designed, diverse list of community projects and other opportunities for participation that directly or indirectly improve neighbourhoods. However, the long-term aim is building both individual and community capacity for sustainable societies, particularly in terms of satisfying basic human needs while minimising ecological footprints. We are currently developing the campaign in terms of three main areas. Firstly, building the case for the CBI. Secondly, building awareness of the CBI campaign and promoting discussion of the underlying issues. And thirdly, forming an alliance to pressure the federal government to fund the trial. We are very keen on finding people to join us in our campaign. We welcome people with a diversity of skills such as in research, communication, and project management. If you can contribute in some way, large or small, please get in touch with us. Robin Crabb. And if you want to find out more, head to the links on this podcast. And now you might be wondering, how do we pay for something like this? Isn't it yet another demand on government spending? Well, the answer might be a lot easier than you think, because next week we shall be talking about modern monetary theory. You've been listening to Rethinking Sustainability. And if you'd like to contribute to this series, Get in touch with me, Rod, at tayloram2000 at zoho.com.